Hello again, my friends, and you are my friends, and welcome to your Sunday's Talking Town, the flagship podcast from the platform for the fans, by the fans of the world's greatest football team. Of course, Ipswich Town Football Club, one club, one community, one Ipswich Town. And this, despite the England game last night making yesterday morning feel like it was another year, uh, it was only yesterday morning that we beat Peterborough 2-1. We are here to discuss it. We'll also throw a little bit of England in. That's what we do, of course. They are our, our, our national team. They are our, our, our heroes, I guess, for a better word. Um, sadly, not through to the semi-finals. But we'll, we'll throw a bit of England in. But we'll mostly talk about uh, the glory of Ipswich Town Football Club, sitting top of the League One. So we'll come to that very shortly. There are two ways you can get involved this afternoon. There are, of course, the live chat. Many of you already getting involved. Billy Dalton out of the gates, nice and early with a big opinion. Southgate, it's time to go. Billy saying, grab your coat, Southgate. And he bloody needed it today, that's for sure. It's freezing gold outside. Um, yeah, so live chat, live link. Uh, about the halfway mark, maybe a little bit earlier. Not quite sure. It'll drop at some point. So if you do want to come on the platform and have your say, then please do click the link. As always, I'll try and feature as many as I can. But we, we do try and stick to about an hour, hour and 10 time limit on these things. But there are always Monday nights. If there is an overflow of people, if there is if there are a few more people than time allows. But just click the link, get involved. and We will fly from there. Stephen Perry, afternoon all. I'm not a Gareth Southgate fan, but we tried with a better side. The luck wasn't with us. The mechanical side won. We don't see what we can what he can do about that. Mm, a few subs were questionable. I'm sure we'll get into that. Rob Holmes, we're lucky. Best team loss, in my opinion. Uh, lots of England chat. As you'd imagine, we'll probably kick things off with that. Jim says, as a neutral observer last night, as I said, I thought England were the better side. France were frightened to death of Saka every time he got the ball. Lots to build on moving forward. Yeah, uh, fairly accurate, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I would, go, would go with that, Jim. Uh, is Christmas round the corner? So I'm going to do a bit of a... Sh- you know, a bit of a shameless plug, but you know, fuck it. Well, kid on the way. Man's got to pay the mortgage, which goes up every month, by the way. Uh, so if you do want to fill your stock in this year with some absolute fantastic uh pieces of talking town merchandise, you certainly can do. Here is our website. Uh, the address is shop.talkingtown.co.uk. It is on the screen there, just above the supporters on Ko-Fi. There is some good stuff on there. George Nelson, very, very talented designer. Uh, but yeah, do get. I think the shipping is between two to four days, so nothing spectacularly long. Still, plenty of time for you to fill your stockings with me, Talking Town. But um, enough of the double entendres. Let's get on with the show. Right, let's kick things off with our only contributor of the day. Uh, so, if you come for Rich, you can tune out. The media mogul. We've just lost the teenagers. It's absolutely embarrassing. Matt Phillips. Matty T. Matty with two T's. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. The good news is my internet's back working. The bad news is I can't get the mic to work. <laughs> we were like it's a roller coaster of emotions with you, and it? it's either up here or down there, yeah. or in between. Hopefully. A little bit like England. Hopefully you can hear us. We were like dumb and dumber just now, weren't we, Martin? Just trying to work out. And then, and then, we did, then we just said, sob it. Let's just get on with you, the show. You made the vital error of saying, we're two intelligent people, should we work this out? And I, I'm not quite sure who else on the phone. Yeah, you must be there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not sure you're talking to me. I, I'm not technically gifted. I just press a button. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it goes public and sometimes it sits private. I mean, you know, we have, we have been known to, I mean, to, to, to do that. I mean, old school merch, talking to merch. There's a second. Yeah, me too, me too. We haven't even got the, the updated strip. 
No, yeah, no. For me to get the updated strip, I need a bit of cash in the in the bank. So you know, it's a yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. About. it's a it's a, it's a roller coaster of emotions, and I don't know what size I'm going to be. You know, obviously I'm on this keto um, eating <laughs> regime. I, I don't want to say diet because diet makes me feel depressed. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But um, I've seen more fried eggs in the last two weeks than I have done in the last 33 years of living. I'm not, <laughs> that's probably fair to say. It's like uh, you're I, getting, it's like you're getting ready to rumble. You're drop your your weight cutting. <laughs> I am down to just uh, under 15 stone. I am now I've lost a stone in two weeks. I am rolling. Christ! If I dropped a stone, I'd be dead. You'd be <laughs> nothing. There'd be nothing left of you. Like that, that pot noodle advert. You're too late. I've wasted a week. But yeah. uh, what a great advert that is, by the yeah, way. We'll call it your weight cutting. That's what I like that. Your weight cutting. Mm. That's good. Yeah. I feel I feel a bit better for it, you know, a bit more energy, etc. Yeah. Um, the wife had pine chips last night, but then I looked at it and went, it's carbs on carbs. It's a carb on carb attack. You know, I'm not allowed this. I'm not allowed carbs. No, I'm allowed salad? 20 grams of carbs a day. So oh, um salad? everything's got carbs in. Well, this morning, did this for breakfast this morning, I had a uh, smoked salmon salad, basically. It was cucumber, a uh, bit of walnut, smoked salmon, um, something else. I can't remember what it was, but it was it was quite nice. It was, you know. But now you're starving. It, no, actually not. No, <laughs> my stomach needs to be shrinking. That's absolutely not. No, um, but no, I'm not looking for any fights in the new year, Matt. I'm not looking to take on any 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 fights in the new year. Um, are, you, uh, are you telling me those days when we was at the not this year's awards, last year's ones, when they bought the meal out and he said, "I need another one." They they gone now. Sure. That had been the size of my dinner portions the last couple of weeks, uh, last couple of days, and I have been full. I had a pizza last yeah. night, a, key, a cauliflower keto pizza. It sounds, be- it tastes better than it sounds, yeah. and it was like this big. Wow! And I was absolutely stuffed at the end of it. And I thought cauliflower must be one of the rarest of pizza toppings, surely. No, it was the base. It made the base: <laughs> oh, cauliflower, egg, bit of parmesan cheese, whisk it up, oh. bake it for twenty minutes. That was the base. Yeah. And then you get some toppings on top. But there we go. Anyway, um. Yeah, so that's why I've got the new merch. Yet. I don't know what size I'm going to be. Uh, should we talk about England for a moment? Should we? Um, <laughs> should we? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, mm, two one defeat. Harry Kane's penalty is probably. Oh, hang on. I'm, I've just yep, just seen it fly over the house. There it is. Oh, um, next to Chris Waddles from Italian United. <laughs> still let's, let's start on that. Sam Matterface. We needed Gary Lineker. We got Chris Waddle. Lot of criticism. Lot of criticism on social media for that line. Um, I liked it. Did you like it? <laughs> I've never forgiven Chris Waddle for that horrendous outside of the foot pen. Killed me. Killed me. You yeah, see a lot of people, a lot of people weeping in the crowds, haven't you? After like you know teams have gone out on pens. Mm. I, that I shed a tear that night. I was like, what sixteen? I was upset. I thought Bobby was going to take us to the to the World Cup final. I felt so sorry for Bobby. I think I shed a tear for Bobby, but maybe a tear of pain for that penalty. But. There you go. But I, um, yeah, this is the mindset of Martin was in last night, everybody. On the first penalty, he said, stick your mortgage on it. On the second one, he said, I can't watch. <laughs> no, first one I said, I'd put my house on this one. The second oh, one I said, lads, I wouldn't put the garden shed on this one. <laughs> and then I went in the kitchen and I sent you both a picture of the kitchen wall. And I was actually in the kitchen, staring at the wall, <laughs> waiting for the response from the commentator or the wife. And I just knew in my heart of hearts, this ball was never going to go in the, in the net. I know it. When you think of like you're talking commentators, when you think of like who's at their disposal on ITV, they've had some like John Champion and Ali McCoist. They've done the Morocco game, haven't they? Yeah. Just Matterface and Dixon just seem so miserable, don't they? It's like them two blokes in the Muppets, Stadler and Waldorf. And everyone said, like, 
know, <laughs> whenever we're on ITV, we lose. Is this something like 14 out of 20 games on there have been losses? Wow. Isn't it down to money? Um, how much money each broadcaster contributes so they that. get the pick of the game? Isn't I, don't that... who, I don't know how the pick of the games works on that one. I really don't know. Isn't isn't it isn't it a mutual bid? And but if ITV say pay five million and B pay three million, they get the choice. Yeah, maybe, maybe it would make sense, wouldn't it? Or you get first picks or something. That yeah, um, something up the most dough. I don't know how it works on two, those two broadcasters, but yeah, disappointing really. I thought, well, I tried to turn five quid into thirty, didn't I? That was my first thought last night. Both teams to score, England to win. Oh, what's gonna happen? Yeah, After yeah, Tate's yeah. got the got the pen, but um, so lost five. But, um, yeah, I mean, everyone was wondering about the Saka sub, didn't they? Because he he won the penalty. He looked lively on the ball. That geezer who was playing, what was it, left back for them or left centre-half or wherever it was, didn't want to go near him, did he? And then he, no, he was he injured. I don't know. Did, I'm not, I didn't watch any of the post-match stuff. Um, That's the problem, isn't it? You don't know what substitutions are agree, about. You? you don't know if it's tactical. You don't know if, 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 if otherwise, really. But... I don't like criticising commentators because I know it's a hard job doing live broadcasting. We do, oh, I do it five it. times a week and I know exactly how hard it is. Beat. You can be upbeat though, can't you? Dixon yeah. chooses to be. For Go sure. I think, yeah. I think modern commentators need to, they need to learn the art of just letting the occasion speak. You don't have to feel the air. It's like being on a date. You don't, that awkward silence is actually, let it breathe for a little bit. You don't have to fill it with something. Just... Let that like last night. Me, no, 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 especially when I learned on on days. Never let let the pause happen, let it happen. But, um, no, you know, last night, the the Lineker and Waddle just let the penalty miss breathe because nobody's really listening to listening to what you want to say right now because they're all. I thought you should be like one of those Alan Partridge commentary skits you've seen when they hit a shot and he goes, shit. Should he stay? So, well, look, I was debating this with my colleagues I used to work with, and uh, everyone thinks he, well, look, he's putting them back on the map, to be fair, hasn't he? Now, he was no one's first choice, it was Allardyce, wasn't it? He? he only filled Allardyce's shoes after that one, one of only game, and he's yep. stuck around. It helps, I think, he had some of these kids come through the 21s or, and worked with them already. So, the, you know, that's quite a continental model, isn't it? A lot of the Dutch do that. They upgrade the under-21s coach to, like, the main the main guy. So that's a bit of European thinking. But it's fine lines at the end of the day, isn't it? Kane misses, scores a pen, he misses a bit. Cross comes over, Maguire hits a post. It's just such fine lines. Mm. I, I, found, I, think, I think Southgate is, you know, cautious, as someone who's worked Cautious? <laughs> yeah, and conservative. He's a great guy. He really is a great guy. He really is. If you met him, you'd, you'd really like him. Um, but I find him probably a bit conservative, of course. I've always felt like Arsene Wenger would have been a good manager for this set of players, that kind of youthfulness, you know, really fast attacking football with the likes of Saka and uh, Foden and Grealish. But um, we will wait and see. Look, the Euros is only around the corner in Germany. In, in you know, yeah. listen to the years. Give him the Euros and... And then get him out, that's what I'd say. But we've got to a final, we've got to well, you could say we've regressed, I suppose. I didn't know it doesn't help, does it? Meeting the world champions in the quarters, I suppose. No, but then if you hadn't met if you hadn't met them and you'd 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 gone on to to go to a semi or a final or or win it, you'd well well, you didn't play anyone good. Like um, (laughs) yeah, well that's tournament football, isn't it? That's just the luck of the draw, I suppose. It was the lucky one was we got the French, didn't we? I would like Potter because I think Potter's having a tough time at Chelsea. Chelsea fans, from what I can see, are a bit up and down on him. I think at international level, 
tactically, he is what you need. Somebody who, you know, it's just tactically. But, you know, look, look, just look at Kieran McKenna before we go to Ipswich. You know, tactically on it. That's what you need when you've got best versus best because you're talking about very fine margins at the international level. And yesterday, I felt the substitutions, for example, were a bit like painting by numbers. They were, yes. you know, same old plan A with plan A instead of trying to go, hmm, what don't France like right now? The ball in behind. Well, let's get that ball in behind. Let's yeah. get another striker up with Kane. Yeah. Let's just yeah. get running that chat. Mason Mount, I mean, he, he won the penalty, but if standing there to get shoved is all it takes to, to make an impact in the game of football, I'd, I'd be a millionaire sat on a beat somewhere, mate, because... Should have been three, then, shouldn't they, really? We got two. Should have been... Uh, how did they not give that for the very first one? But... There you go. What did you say? This tech, if you, this is tech. You can keep it or something, didn't you? This yes, I said if this is this is modern football. It's technology. You can fucking keep it. I do not <laughs> yeah. want it. I, yeah, but yeah. I really wish I didn't like football last night. Like, yeah. all this, Gov don't like football. I get every single time I say I'm not watching a game of football. Like I'm not yeah. watching Chester versus Torquay. Gov don't like football. I wish last night I didn't like football because I was sick. I went to bed at quarter past nine. And I was supposed to be helping the wife wrap Christmas presents, and I said, "I can't do anything happy right now. I'm, no. I'm in, a, I'm, in, I'm, in, a, I'm, in a, I'm, I'm in an emotion. Not even to cheer you up, no. What wrapping I'm, presents? No, no one asked me to do wrapping anyway. I'm terrible at it. I think probably Southgate's Achilles heel with his with Steve Holland probably has been substitutes. You saw that in the final win against Italy, didn't you? Mm. When he bought, was it Sancho's first touch of the ball? Was the penalty? <laughs> do you remember? Was it him? I think yeah, it was. Him. Yeah. No, it was well, Sancho. Yeah, it was. Right. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Um, it's all right. We've done Morocco. 30 minutes of England. You know, you can't do a... Yes, yes. We're all Moroccans now, aren't we? Yeah. Um, you can't do a podcast the day after an England game and not talk about England for about 12 minutes. So we've done enough there. Um, mm. uh, Norman says, to finish it off, I really don't see what Mount brings. Benningham took his position and we look so much better. Yes, spot. I thought Henderson last night finally was a little sloppy in possession. But anyway, we move on because um, as somebody says here, and I, I've lost it, but uh, effectively... Oh, yeah. Uh, no, it was uh, England's result did not take the shine off the town result. And it certainly didn't because wow. we win 2-1 at home. This is yeah. your league table this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have got town sitting top of the tree. Is that top of the tree at Christmas? It must no, be. No, got, no, you got Wickham. You got Wickham. We've got one more. We've got one more. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Plymouth in second, 44. Wednesday in third on 42. But Barry Bannon has got a injury which you may be interested to know more about. Um, okay. you know, they're, yeah, yeah, they're best player. Don't know how long he's out for. Um, but that's the this top is... three. It's a, a three-horse race now, really. Yeah, yeah. Got the gap between us and seventh. That's it. <laughs> yeah, see, I feel sorry for anybody who, and I've said this last week, anybody who finishes third, because I think that the gap between third and sixth will be such a colossal amount that if you don't beat sixth, it's going to feel like you've been absolutely mm. robbed. Because yeah. I mean, if it ended today, for example, Peterborough yeah. have no business playing Wednesday. There's so many points between the two. Yeah, yeah, it's nonsense. But that's that. That's the beauty of the playoffs, I guess. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, a lot of football left to play. It comes a different tournament, then, doesn't it? The league is forgotten about. It's that's those four, four teams. I, that's the beauty of football, the leveler, isn't it? Because if you, as you as we've discussed previously on this show, if you'd said to me yesterday morning, if Ripswich win or England win, what are you going for? I would take the three points. 100 times out of 100. <laughs> Sorry, nation. Mm. <laughs> but we've got bigger fish to fry, i.e. getting back to the championship. So, yeah. So that that kind of calls it a little bit on the, on the England thing, knowing that was just the priority. But, mm. um, 
yeah, another great crowd, wasn't it? What, just shy of 25,000, brave yeah. to cold. We didn't, did we? We had other things going on. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't. I, I, I would have loved to have done, but sadly not, no. You uh, you had some family stuff, and I had some family stuff. Yeah, it's it's Christmas time, after all. My son's Christmas show. It had to be a three o'clock kickoff. It ended perfectly to get the, the train around the corner, but there we go. But I still managed to see it. Um, what were your, what were your, what was your thoughts then, Mike? What was everyone saying after the, the, the game stuff? It was a great win, wasn't it? I mean, I had flashbacks yeah. to Fleetwood. At two one, I think everyone <laughs> did. To be fair, I think everyone did. Uh, look, we're never Peterborough shake. weren't. Sorry, I don't think we're ever going to shake that when it's either one nil, two one, mm. three two. I think we need to. Jesus Christ, four two. You'd be nervous, right? <laughs> I, think, I think. I think. Games like yesterday will certainly help that, and and we yeah. need more games like that where you see it through. Obviously, going a goal up and the conceding does not help because you're like, oh, you know, another lead that we can't keep a hold of i think we're gonna um, have to i think we're just gonna have to suck that up this season it ain't gonna change is it well through the season i don't think it's gonna change and it was a soft goal as well wasn't it again oh, it's another it? soft goal but this is yeah. what i say you know it's about we talk about during the week um you know pieces in january who would you fancy what, what what's your priority positional wise player wise yeah <laughs> it's mentality for me like yesterday's goal mm. again it's soft we score a goal we back off we allow the pressure we we become a little bit complacent in our play and our in our pressing our defending and you can't do that against the teams in this division who equally you know there's not a, a massive margin between the top and the bottom in this division there is a bit of a margin but ain't a massive one to the point of man city versus burnley like where burn man city go to the up and burnley decided to just you know i don't know play he was quite good. In their that own half. The, yeah that kid who put the cross in was it poku he crossed the ball nicely, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And was it at the far? Was it and the, the lad at the far post, wasn't it? Yeah, where's Burns sort of falling asleep? And, and, and yeah. I think the word I'd say actually to go back is teams in this division never know they're beaten. They <laughs> yes. never say die like, like yeah. Fleetwood. So easy last Friday at half time, one nil down to the you know to the league leaders to the or the second place team with the biggest budget in the division. All these different things. To sort of, oh, you know, there's always next week. Let's, let, you know, and, and know they're beat. And Lincoln and Cheltenham and other teams like that. But teams just never know they're fucking beaten. They never go away. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. the resilient that's the difference. Yeah. yeah. So you've got the to resilient. be on it for 90 minutes. Yeah. And and uh, it, and that's what I was really happy with, actually, how we ended the game, pressing on the front foot. You know, we, we almost like we'd learned a little bit from, from the previous capitulations. You know, we had our front forwards pressing, pressing every ball even in the 93rd minute pressing 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 or whatever 90th minute it was and yeah. i really took encouragement from that because you can't sit back and say right bring on four defenders and just you you lump it in our box because it falls to one bloke on the arm volley in this division and it will suddenly turn into a you know a prime lean or messy for 20 seconds and it'd be in the back of the net they brought those subs on quite nicely yes they didn't know that last corner and greg lee and keo came yeah. on didn't they to do to do the job i think then we are the commentator on on I follow, and uh, it was Lee Evans, wasn't it? it was the co-commentator made a good point that Ipswich weren't sitting as deep as they were again in the second half against Fleetwood as they uh, no. yesterday, which helps <laughs> because you're not inviting that inviting that pressure. So I mean, I guess they'd obviously worked on that in the the week and a bit since the, the since the two games, which was good to see. At least I mean, look, we, we always say like, you know, it's, rinse and repeat. You don't want to keep seeing it, do you? And it easily could have been Peter Brick. Easily, you know, if we sat too deep, he still got Johnson Clark Harris on there. No Marriott had come off. You always got a bit of a sniff, haven't you? So they saw the game out well, which was encouraging because there's several games we could pinpoint this season. <laughs> the Valley mm-hmm. being the main one where we couldn't, where we couldn't do it. 
Atmosphere yeah, was um, today, was it? Yeah, a lot of people saying that, you know, Lewis a great atmosphere. I think it's very cold for a start. Uh, yeah. and you're nervous, you go a goal up, you because people I mean, you know, we haven't seen a good result against Peterborough for a while at Pumpton Road. Let's Two be honest. wins in sixteen or something, wasn't it? Before kickoff. One of them was in nineteen fifty five or something, daft. Yeah, and then they equalise. You got Johnson Clark Harris smashing the crossbar from an audacious amount of yards away. Well, um, that was interesting to me because over that free kick, and he was lining up with it, and Lee Evans goes, "Oh, I wouldn't be having a pop from here. It's too far out." He hits the bar. I know. So that shows yeah, you the yeah. difference, doesn't it, between someone who's a confident twenty-year season striker and you know a, a midfielder. I guess it's the difference in I can score from here. And bloody hell, Walton nearly knocked himself out on the post, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They, they, they looked a poor side, Peterborough, let's be honest. You know, they, they looked at Peterborough of old. Not as good as they've looked in previous seasons, absolutely, under um, Ferguson. No, I'd agree. Mm. Yeah, they looked a much tight. I did, look, this is another thing I wanted to raise today. I did like how they passed the ball around, though, in like spells, not throughout the 90 minutes particularly, but there were spells where, you know, players were coming for the ball and it looked slick. And it looked like, you know, they, it, they'd done that on in training. The one thing I got from Ipswich yesterday, and everyone goes, oh, like, we, we do all the passes and all that kind of thing. I think it was something like 400 and something passes yesterday. Ipswich don't look, Ipswich look rigid in that, that passing game to me. It's almost like they're still learning it. It just doesn't, and I think that's why it goes from one side to the, to the pitch, back into the middle and out again. Because he hasn't quite got the slickness. Look, this is easy for me to moan about. We're top of the table. <laughs> so this is a minor quibble, particularly. Mm. But I just feel like, you know, on the game, McKenna is so focused on passing. Maybe not quite so much as, as Luis Enrique at Spain. Thousand passes against Japan. Lost two up. <laughs> but um, I think we were some, we were 200 passes less than we were against Fleetwood. Just, uh, I looked up the, the stats. But it just doesn't seem quite slick to me as it should be. And I, and mm. I don't know what you think about that. I mean, because everything comes through Morsey, doesn't it? Is it, play, is it players making themselves available? I really watched Morsey carefully, albeit from the comfort of, of my iPad yesterday. But he always makes himself available. And I don't think you quite see that everyone else. I think Aluko did yesterday, albeit in a more constricted position. Restricted position because he's he's playing on the, the wing. He's coming into the middle. Morsey's always got the freedom of the, of the park. Mm. The reason I think we always talk about Morsey being that man of the match or in that conversation is because he's always looking for the ball. And I... I don't know, I, it, and it just all rose through him, isn't it? It does. It as, and it should. He's the you know, he's not the captain, but he's also one of the best players yeah, on the pitch. He's, you know, he's come down from the the league above and all and all this all this different information. And yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, we we are we got the win yesterday, but I do yeah. feel we are a little bit of a side out of form, uh, which makes yesterday's yeah. win even even the better. You know, we are out of form. We've got mm. uh, injuries, obviously mounting up players out of form or in Chaplin's case, coming back to form suddenly with a bang, having been very quiet for a number of weeks. We still lack a striker. We still lack that killer up the top of the pitch. I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge Clark Harris on one game, um, you know, in terms of people who maybe wanted him Wednesday and now today saying, oh, you know, he's, he's overrated, he's not good enough. He's a unit, isn't he? He's a, he's a great, unit. yeah. He's a big lad. What striker fits this system? That's that's what I was sort of thinking about yesterday. Because is it the fox in the box, or is it, or is it more of a strong unit type? I was trying to think more so what sort of strikers United have because obviously it's, it's a very United sort of system. This where it's yeah. the formation mm. and the style. Mm. And, and mm. I got to you know Ibrahimovic, a big strong hold up man who can contribute maybe 12, 15 goals a year. Is that is that yeah. the type? Well, that is the type. That is a Johnson Clark Harris. Not saying him, just saying that is the type. Or is it a striker that's literally in the box, the ball comes in, he's always in the right place, 
you know, a Johnny on the spot, and that's and that's that's the goal. Or but, is it? Or is it Caden Jackson just pressing? Well, I don't think it allowing is. others to allowing Connor Chaplin, who, in all intents and purposes, is a striker, really. Yes, to, for sure. To, to ghost in with the header and be Johnny on the spot from the from the corner. Great. I do, agree, I do agree with you, though. I mean, look, listen. Even though Ladapo come on in the second half and he did a bit of pressing, he's he, he's, he's not going to run himself into the ground, is he? As Jackson did. No, but equally, uh, I, as a fan, I'm frustrated for the players, like Chaplin, for example, come back with a bang. Will he play Saturday against Wickham, or will there be a, a rotation? Like, do we keep our form players in the team as often as we perhaps should, or do we, you know, constantly swap and change to the point where you sort of play them out of out of form? Is that in any sense? Do know? I mean, he's gone through a little funny patch, hasn't he? And then he got the was it two against it was two against Buxton, wasn't it? And into yep. again yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So he's come. You got to think he's now come through that. But we haven't got now. We haven't got harness. It kind of reduces those options, doesn't it? I mean, but like, I mean, the Dapo, for example, Matt, you got a couple of goals, and then I think he found himself out the same, didn't he? You know, when you're, it's <laughs> yeah. like you know, you suddenly got this 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 hot hand. Let's run with it until it sort of yeah, yeah, until it just needs refreshing again. Yeah, I do agree with that. Clean McKenna doesn't think that that way, does no. he? Um, but look, listen, yeah, I mean, Chaplin's got what now? Four goals in what was it three games or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, it was great to see. I mean, that that header yesterday. I mean, Morsey's little dink in and the header. Again, that's someone who's reading the game, made themselves available, isn't it? Uh, and it, it, it's also the two of our championship players. <laughs> Morsey mm. thinks it in, he goes in, great header. Keeper, he was on loan from Chelsea, wasn't he? That keeper, finish kid. Well, yeah, Good lad. couldn't reach it, could right. he? See, the most definitive player in the front line <laughs> glances the, the header fast. He reminded me of Andy Marshall a little bit, a bit with crosses. Oh, really. <laughs> Plenty of flapping going on there, son. When you were talking about backtracking in the week, Andy backtracking like Andy Marshall, yeah. I had flashbacks to that as well. The Andy Marshall backpedal. No one's ever been <laughs> yeah, in the, the, the footstep. Then. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but on a Luco, obviously a lot of people in the chat bigging up the return. Yeah. Luco is the sort of player that will get us to the championship. I think it's great to see a Luco back ahead of the schedule. So he's obviously a model pro, looks after himself, great guy. All those things that we know about Sonny or Sean A. Luco. Everyone's calling um, Sean A now. They got up to speed. You're a trendsetter. Um, what can I say? What, what are your <laughs> thoughts? My thoughts on Aluka, and I said this yesterday, is he plays an impact impact position without really the stats to suggest he makes an impact. But he's a good professional, keeps the ball well. How did you view his 70? Yeah, I'd probably I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, it was a shock to see him in the starting lineup to begin with. I know the end yes. kind of predicted that. But as Lee Evans said, he's been training well and got the nod. Um Oh, great to see him back because that looked a dodgy injury, didn't it? When he was in his foot in the the old the cast and the boot and all that thing. Um, yeah, I think he did well. How many minutes did he do? And he did 70, a, I think 65, 70. Yeah, 60, 60, minutes. Really good. Again, it, uh, taking into the restrictions of his position that he plays in, either be it on the going into the touchline or, or moving into that more tennis role, he does make himself available. And again, I think he's he's someone that, oh, 58 was it? So he did 78, now. 78. Oh, 78. Better than we thought. Um, again, he's like Morsey. Morsey gets the ball. He's looking for options. And I think when Aluko gets the ball, he's looking to, to recycle it in that, final, in that final third. But I don't think... I had a look at his stats the other day, actually. I don't think he's had a really good goal and assist ratio where he's like, you know, hit double figures for both. Since he was at Fulham in about 2016. Mm. That's what, six years, six, seven years ago. Um, 
he is what he is. He's an experienced head. I think probably Morsey likes having him in the team. I think he's somebody he can probably lean on and, you know, he's someone that can be yeah. like a, a commander in chief to him. Um, again, you can't buy that experience, can you? No, but it's not. If you were in the market for a number 10, um, and, and obviously he's been injured this year, but look at last year's stats, he's not a player you would, if, if someone floated him on the on the platform, he would go, bang, that is a bang. No, I agree that. And, and I think we were actually, I actually remember thinking what a curveball signing that was when he when he actually did. For sure. Come, for come sure. to us. But I mean, um, look, people like him. I think he's solid. He's uh, he's a safe pair of hands. I think we used to say he is. like a safe pair of hands. I think he gives you that in that final third. Oh, he's he's Jay Tab. He's six out of ten, seven out of ten every single week. He's yeah. he's never up here one week, down here the next week. It's always a a, a consistent performer. Get that. And I think you like more goals, actually, though, right. You like more well, goals. if he's going to play in the number ten or or in an impact position, I want imp- I want you to be an impact, and that is to me. And I'm sure that people at the football club look at the look at the stats as well. You know, goals, assists, mm. big chance creation. They're the yeah. sort of things, surely, at any level of football, well, what... is what you're viewed upon. Um, but he now fills the gap. He now fills the harness gap, doesn't he? But that's Who the thing. He doesn't, does he? Well, he might do for, you know, for yeah. himself, but for me, yeah. But stats-wise, no. I'm thinking, no, no not well, really. But Curtis see. had a great point yesterday, Matt. He said. I'm surprised he played where he played. I would have thought he perhaps would be playing a little bit deep. Maybe that Jan Mulby type as he gets older into the midfield with Sam Morsey um, because he's got sticky control, good ball retention, can can pick a pass. And I thought that was a really good shout. I thought if you if you said to me a Luco was going to be an option there to save us going to get one in the January window, I'd be all over that. So I think in that position, I think he'd do really well. Didn't he play similar to that in that game? Fleetwood or Morecambe last year, yeah. yeah. And what about when he kind of like turned heads in McGrill's final game in charge against Sunderland? He had a real sort of breakout game, didn't he? I can't remember where he played Possibly. in that. Was, I'm sure, certainly, it, was, it might not have been as central as what you're talking about there, but I'm pretty certain he was in and around. Yeah, I mean, good player. Look, we did Antanas tell us once when we first started the pod. Good players can play anywhere in reality. He, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, if needs must, you could you could play him there. Um, but, I, you know... I, He's going to fill that harness gap for me, but I mean, in, but that is a true impact player in terms of like, I, and you saw that in that Forest Green away game, didn't you? He was like in and out of the game. Suddenly just rockets in the goal. And it, you're probably not going to get that from a Luko, but he may get a run of games now, albeit they're going to have to manage him a little bit care. Look, look at the kid guards that have given Kamara. <laughs> are they going to, is a Luko going to get the same? Are they going to give him a run of games? I don't know. He obviously looks after himself incredibly well. Very good. Yeah. They said, I mean, Lee Evans said yesterday, He's had to do a lot of training on his own, and that's where you. I mean, look, you've got to kind of motivate yourself a little bit there, maybe. Um, yeah, shows, yeah, you, yeah. shows you that's the kind of person actually we want in our starting 11. But can he can he fill that role that Harness has given us in terms of assists and goals and the stats in the last few seasons? Says no, but experience head, it's good to have back in the squad 100%. Absolutely. Right. Link has been dropped into the chat if you want to get involved and have your say on the platform, see the webcam and the microphone not even really a webcam, just a microphone, then please do click that link. I'll try and get as many as I can, but we are going to finish in about 30 minutes or so. Uh, and if you don't get on tonight, you can get on tomorrow evening at 8.30. Of course, the Talking Town Extra Time. Uh, while you click that link, get yourself sorted. You can become a Talking Town fifth standard today by hitting the join button on YouTube. We're heading to Ko-Fi and signing yourselves up. Um, it's a monthly, cancel any time, 4 99 Great value. You get all the content. 
access to the Discord, which I'm going to be sorting out over this Christmas period, making changes, etc., etc., etc. But all are welcome to sign yourself up or hit the join button on YouTube. I know you're a member, Matt, because you're obviously a, a star, not only wearing the merch, but also a member of the platform. Yeah. Here's a question for everybody. Would you say Clark Harris and Marriott, formerly of Ipswich, Jack Marriott, would you say they're two of the best strikers in the division? No. Would you take them if they offered to us? Not Marriott. Not, he's, had a good, he's had a good career since he left us, hasn't he? Albeit sort of floating around. They're the saying, don't they? Never, 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 never go back. No. Not for Clark Harris. I I still think we should have took when Bristol Rovers, were, which you know, which which were were, were selling him. Well, but you know, well, the different regime. <laughs> you know, if, if if we had the game changer, then I, I don't. I wonder if we if we would have yeah. that would have been a striker right. we were you know picking up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Say, but, yeah. Know, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, how much do you put on a striker? Like, you know, promotion obviously very vital. I think it was not a nine million black hole, was it, when we got relegated? So let's mm-hmm. say it's worth nine million pounds to be promoted. What price do you put on that striker? Like, yeah, how absolutely. much is too much to go and spend? Well, Ipswich is kind of the anomaly to that, isn't it? Because we have got money to spend in terms, you know, compared to probably, I don't know, a Barnsley or Pompey that are sort of, you know, in and around us. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, you, you could play stupid money, couldn't you? But what's the reality, really, if you're taking someone from a lower championship or in this division? Three mil max, two and a half, two. Yeah, we are yeah. League One after all. I mean, obviously, age comes into it a lot of time, doesn't it? Well, you yeah, know, with, age with, as well. With, yeah, with players mm-hmm. and injury records and, and everything like that. I just like Johnson Clark has people keep saying not for the money. I mean, Jason says Posh want five million, not worth it. If he was to get you guaranteed promotion, which you know, no player can guarantee anything, is what what what's what's the value you you, you associate with it? Because to me, getting out of this bloody division you can't put a price on that because you're one step closer closer to the premier league and you're not playing fucking morecambe or fleetwood or you're you're going with you're going with speculate to accumulate so looking at the bigger picture spend the money now well he's 28 years old right just just because we're using him yeah you're going to get even if if you only got three good years out of the player if one of those years half of that year was getting you out of this division yeah it's a good point What's 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 what 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 do you put on the value? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, what price for promotion? Yeah, absolutely. Because like in today's money, what's Marcus Stewart worth? Probably seven and a half. I don't. Know. I, I, I could do the football inflation calculator for you at some point, but he was about three mil, I think. That's not cheap oh. in nineteen ninety nine. No, absolutely. And you you got back, weirdly back then people were selling to promotion promotion rivals, weren't they? And I've always thought that people would never sell. Johnson Clark, at least they, you know, we're going into administration or something. But he's got um, twelve goals this year already. Is Johnson Clark Harris? You know, that's not a bad return. He got twelve goals in the championship last year. Like that's decent in the championship. Twelve goals for a newly promoted I think they side. They were in the back half of the season. Those twelve goals as well, because I think he was hitting duds <laughs> for, for the first half of the season. So just goes to show he is quality. You know, at that free kick yesterday was amazing. I thought that was him <laughs> when he hit that shot. Yeah. He is quality, but you've just you've you've just got the you've just got the angle that I don't think Posh would would, would sell him to us. But yeah, I, I would. That's for that reason. You have got twelve goals. It'd be great to have in our side. But we are we are still top scorers, right? In League One, forty one. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, we are. And it come back down to the striker. Which one you think fits the system? And mm. and as we said, um, as we said last night, or no Wednesday. We, 
Johnson Clark Harris is is probably a no go. Tom was very adamant. He knows um, posh fans, etc. Very adamant that, that that would never happen. But hmm. if you take away the, the 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 surefire bet of Johnson Clark Harris, what are you left with that will really satisfy the fan base? Because any other striker will always have some that think you know he can make the step up. Great. Hmm. And some will think, well, it's a gambling, it's taking a League Two or a Bristol Rovers or a, or a player that's been injured for the first part of the season from the championship. You know, it's a Marmite signing almost. No, there's, there's that element of risk, mm. isn't there, with any mm. other striker outside of a surefire bet, which no striker is. Is, is everyone thinking that there were, there's going to be like lots of movement in January then? Is that the, the feedback you've been getting off the back of the shows in terms of? Feeling these guys, oh, look, because we've lost, we've lost uh, John George, really, doesn't it? Yeah, we lost John George. There's, there's, I think there'll certainly be one striker, maybe a, maybe a, a winger or a number 10 um, coming in. I don't know if Luco changes that thinking or not. January's pretty, as Ashton said, people don't do a lot of business in January, but are you, are you thinking that we're gonna have to splash the cash in order to force clubs not in our financial position to, to part with their best players? Well, I think personally, had me will go out on loan. I think he's he's young. He's not getting the game time. Uh, people will say he was Plan Z, panic buy, whatever. I think he'll go out on loan, uh, and then you'll see a striker come in or two strikers coming. Because I don't think Hadmi at the moment is really is any is setting anybody pulses racing. Is it? Let's be no, no, I do agree with that. I do agree with that he didn't really set pulses racing against Buxton. <laughs> we, he bundled that ball over for the goal. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's a you weird know. one. Though. I still think. You can disagree with me, but I still think Bond's going to come back to us. It's got this feeling. That's somebody who will be a P. You're talking about who's going to appease the fan base, right? I think that would appease the fan base. And if you can get him like he was in August, September last season, we've got, what, 12 goals before September was even over? Yeah. If you get that spell of form back, if, such a big word, if, isn't it, for two letters? If. <laughs> it really is, you know, yeah. That, that, that's really contributing to, to this team winning the title, I think. I'd love to know what's on the list. What's on the dashboard list? Well, you know, you've got Aaron Collins shouting in the chat by Louis. It's the name we've spoken about, you know, but again, he's got 11 goals this year in League One. He got 16 in League Two the year before, and I think 11 the year before that. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, Collins at Bristol Rovers. Oh, right. Okay. How much? He's 25. Like, what? Like, what? Yeah. what is what is he going to cost compared to, a, you know, another player? Can he make that step up? Like, you're not, not surely you're not only looking for this year. You're looking for, you know, is he going to be good enough to make that that step? Absolutely. I mean, we, you know, it's, it's, it's different, isn't it? We saw it with Piggott to some. Oh well, could Piggott come back? He's <laughs> like, I just went one in. Well, we he saw it. Have a pause, but does he? I don't know. I don't know. He's not. I don't think he is. I, th- I think I read in the week that Cowley said Piggott could could is right to be frustrated or or could be oh, frustrated. Right, okay. or, well, I have to look at his stats. Bear with me. Newsflash. <laughs> Are you surprised? Um, um, well, I know some of the crunch will be. You know, 25 goal Joe. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that's someone He's played 14 who had a really good season. And you think he's exactly answering the question you just had. Could he step up at Ipswich having been at a small club like Wimbledon? Mm-hmm. The answer was no. And that's the risk you take, isn't it? Because suddenly you've gone from Joe, give us the goals to keep Wimbledon in his division to get yeah. us the goals to get us promoted. There's a lot more pressure involved then, isn't it? And you're going from playing in front of uh, man and his dog at these little clubs to playing in front of 25,000, 30,000 people. You are. AD That's says, 20 minutes for Burnley, not working for the player or the club. Well, um, right. I think you'll get a young player coming on loan, for sure. Like a, a Tyrese John George replacement. You know, another it's young good. player from a Premier League club on loan. 
Twine's not been injured then. That's really interesting to me. That Twine is not injured. He's just not playing. I'm not sure. I'm not a Burnley fan. We have got a Burnley that fan coming in the chat sometimes, actually. He could probably let us know. Um, that could be a sh- If he's just not getting game time, that could be a shout. Because we tried to get him, didn't we? In the summer. Yeah, yeah. Norman says Hurst not having a great time. And there's, there's, there's so many different options. But then, as I say, like Hurst, for example, not having a great time at Blackburn. That There's going to be some fans on the, on, on the transfer show when we do that are going to say, great signing, love it. And there'll be other fans that say, yeah, you know what? I'm not sure he's going to be good enough. I'm not sure he's going he's to set the world light. Well, you know, the issue is, are you taking players out of form? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, so Hurst is having a good time at Blackburn. Does that mean he'll have a good time with us? Even though I'm floating bomb here, I don't think he's playing for QPR. I don't know if hearing from Twine, not playing any games. So why they're not robots. They ain't going to suddenly be, you know, not FIFA players on the PlayStation. They ain't going to suddenly, you know. They're not. <laughs> they're suddenly Shut not going to hit it. Uh, Paul P, Twine been injured a lot. There you go. That's why. Oh, yeah. So you are taking a, a player that potentially, but, you know. Come back to fitness. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be someone's rehabilitation club. Chris Wood, I don't want to be. You know, where you're taking a player that's coming back from injury, and <laughs> yeah. it takes him takes him the whole season. <laughs> the only time you see the best of him is the last game of the year when he's suddenly banging, you know, banging the fitness and everything. Someone else, else you know. was useless for us. I mean, as being like a top striker elsewhere, he wasn't fit, was it? I mean, like you know, when mm. we had Kutchi go down injury, we brought Gocroft back. He wasn't, um, you know, what a friend what of mine, a friend of mine that worked with Chris Wood at Birmingham, and he said, "Don't expect him to." Pull up trees, and he and he kept laughing at me. Has he scored yet? I said no. <laughs> there we go. Right, people. Phil, bring him in first. How are you, Phil? Are you well? I'm good, good, thanks. Yeah, good man. You're a walking, talking chessboard this afternoon, Phil. Like yes. Sir. <laughs> you're uh, you're doubling as a Formula One finish line. Yeah, <laughs> checkered flag if you like. Yeah, is it nice. warm? That's that's the most is important thing in today's. It weather. is nice and warm. I've got a t-shirt on underneath here. Um, so when I'm out out and about in this type of sort of above freezing weather, I have my fleece on, and it's it's quite nice. You know, um, there's enough warmth in it. Is it above free? I, I don't think it's above freezing. Yes, above freezing. Oh, is it just about? Um, so you yesterday, prefer, you... Would you prefer the heat wave or would you prefer this weather? I prefer the heat wave, mate. Mm. Yeah. I'm with you, mate. Yeah, I'm absolutely mm. with you. Yeah. Right. you know, we're not paying for heating for a start, Matt, in the middle of a heat wave, are you? Let's be honest. Yeah, maybe, we should, maybe we should decamp to LA or something, Martin, for this show in future. Talking town towers. You know, I need a few more co fire donations for that. <laughs> yeah. Get need a green screen backdrop, Gav. That's what you need. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So, yesterday, you braved the weather, you were at the ground, you, you were, were at the game. Good man. Tell me, through the eyes of Phil Blundell, what, what, you, what did you think? I thought it was a good result yesterday. And I thought that uh, it was another uh, organized, somewhat professional job. Um, I was actually quite disappointed in Peter's attack because I thought they would come at us from the fir- from the right from the first whistle and they didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, surprised they created little throughout the game. Mm. Um, Jonks, uh, I'm gonna say Clark. I'm gonna say uh, I anticipated that Clark Harris would be a real threat for them yesterday, and he he, he disappointed for me. But that free kick, I thought, you know, I, I could see Walton stretching for. I thought he had it covered. I thought if that had just been underneath the bar, I think he would have got uh, fingers to it. He was shooting anyway, weren't he? Yeah. <laughs> he seemed like he did the post. <laughs> well, get one or two hard knocks down again. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm going to say, but uh, no, I thought, you know, Aluko starting yesterday, he had a decent game, you know, coming in for, you know, replacing, you know, what, uh, what Harness, you know, yep. you know, would have provided. Um, what, do you want to uh, what do you want to see from Aluko, Phil? What, what, when, he, when, you, when you hear his name on the team sheet and that, what are you expecting to see from him? Uh, for me, I, I I bumped into Colin before the game, and 
you know, Colin was I was adamant. You know, he, he was he's always passionate about certain types of players, and he said uh, that you know Aluko plays today, Townend will win the game, and he was absolutely right. And for me, before he got injured uh, back at was the bottom end of August, um, for me, he, you know, his, his off the ball movement, you know, his agility on the ball, you know, provides our attack with something else. You know, it, you know, it, you know. Uh, McKenna threw him, you know, starting today, and people weren't expecting it. They simply, you know, they weren't expecting um, a yeah, loco. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. They, they were looking at probably the Dapo and Chaplin, yeah, uh, not Jackson and Luco. And uh, you know, Jackson, mm. he works mm. hard. You know, mm. he wasn't, he didn't have a great game yesterday, but you know, he he, he worked hard enough, and he, you know, he closed them down quick enough you really know, to, yeah. them to put pressure on that back line. Yeah, and um, you know. I thought Towns, uh, you know, work rate and, and they just, I felt for me, they, they did Could a professional job. Yeah, I mean, it, was a bit, it was a bit nervy towards the end, you know, like, oh, it's the last 10, 15 minutes with us. It's just, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen. And, um, you know, like... You never know what's happening in the last 10 minutes in this <laughs> game. You never know. See, but that, that, you know, the last 10, 15 minutes against Fleetwood, you know, you know, I can compare the two games. Now, both teams really created very little. Fleetwood never really looked like scoring a goal for me. And yet they got that fluke goal right at the, at the very end of the game. And um, you don't need you know, to try very hard against us to score. And even Peterborough no, yesterday only had one shot on target. And that was, well, other than the free kick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that, that, that the, the cross, you know, the cross, uh, you know, getting up. on the end of that for their goal uh, was probably the standout moment for them. You know, if I was if I if I was a Peterborough fan, you know, I'd be scratching my head, feeling frustrated, coming away from yesterday's game, thinking. How on earth did we not create more in that game, especially mm -hmm. with, with Clark House? I personally think, you know, just, you know, talking about Clark House for a moment, that he's not worth £5 million for me, not not in League One. Maybe, you know, with the goals he scored and the goals he's capable of scoring, I'm sure if he had probably a better service, then I, I could see him getting more than 20 goals in League One. But um, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't pay more than about two and a half, three mil for him. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if, if you remove the name, though, Phil. Sorry, just cut a question. If, if you remove the name, not necessarily Johnson Clark Harris, but how much would you associate the value of that striker in January being worth to the football club? You know, if you assign right, the most we I'd be prepared to go to is is what for any striker for any striker. How old? How old is Clark Harris? Twenty eight. That's still a good age, um, mm, and he's got. He's, I'm gonna say. I would say for me, if you just look at the goals he scored for them this season, barring that Peterborough haven't scored that many, you know, his goals have been immense for them. You know, you know, he's been absolutely indispensable um, for them this season. And I think that if he was, I still think if he was in our team, he would get that service. And I think that he would score more goals than he has done for Peterborough. But you know, uh, he's going to cost millions, you know, in January. If, if so what is time. your budget? What what would be your personal budget? You know, promotion's worth about nine million. It's obviously out of this division, all different things. But what would be your personal? What's the Phil Blundell fantasy football budget for a striker? What what would you be happy, comfortable with, knowing that you, you could go to if you were the man with the with the, with, the, with the checkbook for a striker? Yeah. Top end, two and a half, three mil max. Okay. Yeah, two and a half, I mean, three mil. That's what's reasonable. You're paying silly money, then, aren't you? Yeah, I would say January's open flight. We all know that. Mm. Um, and I think you know we've got the money. I'm saying I've I've seen one or two posts and rumours about Jordan Rose coming back to the club. I'm saying he's now 33. He's got championship experience, so I think that he probably would be a decent enough signing towards the end. You know, to see us through to the end of the season. Where is he coming? Where is he at the moment? Where is he at the moment, Rose? He's Huddersfield, isn't he? 
He's still at Huddersfield. Oh, he's still there, yeah, that's right. He's still at Huddersfield, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they, they've been struggling this season, haven't they? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yes, yeah, yeah, a bit. Well, sure, I don't yeah. know much about the championship, if I'm honest. But he's, he's played 21 times, started nine games, scored three goals. Not the greatest mm-hmm. of returns at 32. No, it's not. Um, you know, that's the yeah. thing. That's the thing. Outside of a player that's in banging form, like an Aaron Collins, but can he make the yeah, step to the table? The go there? Are they really? But, they really? Yeah. Lord. yeah. Good Lord. Um, what were your thoughts? On, I know you're big on the referee. Before I bring in uh, somebody else, Phil, got a few people waiting, but what were your thoughts on the referee yesterday? Phil Blundell, referee watch. Give it to a- sum up in one word, dubious, but not as bad as the ref we had against Fleetwood. <laughs> and the England ref? Oh, he, he, I say he, he, he eventually redeemed himself in the second half, but, you know, those, those two big decisions in the first half, you know, on Saka and then on Kane, I was out of my seat, a sofa seat, screaming at the telly last night, yeah, and I couldn't believe. I'm saying, uh, I hate to say this, but the challenges on Saka, I felt that there was more of a sinister undertone to the reason as to why the referee didn't give it. I'm not going to say what it is because it would be rather. It was just crap. <laughs> What's the... <laughs> no, 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 I know, so written it down. Um, notes. I, I think I, I just on the just on the England front, I hope Southgate stays because I think for me he's probably our best manager since Bobby Robson. And I saw Colin yeah. in the chat earlier said that you know uh, England managers for us are always the best type of managers for the England team, and I just hope that he stays on beyond. I think is it twenty twenty four. I think his contract runs till the end of the Euros. It does, yeah. Um, yeah, so I hope he stays on for another World Cup for me personally because, you know, the yeah. players that he's got at his disposal, I mean, so we were unlucky last night. It, what it boiled down to was just one kick of the ball and that was Harry Kane. And, you know, he's not perfect. He has missed a handful of penalties in the past. And um, I just thought, you know, we should have taken it to extra time because I think on the night England, I think England overall would a better footballing team than, than what France showed us last night. And uh, I would be sad to see Southgate step down, if I'm being honest. All right. Um, well, I, maybe I, I, we'll share that sentiment. I, yeah, I, I also think that we'll, I also think the town will make a couple of early, early signings in January. The first week, you know, I can see he's bringing in a couple of players. I don't know who they'll be. Um, I just hope that at least one of them is going to be, you know, a striker with hopefully some championship experience, hmm. get, you know, even more goals for us. It's got to be, isn't it? It's got to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Phil, as always, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Well, Look Phil. after yourself. Hopefully, speak during the week. Um, all yes. the best there. People conveniently, not conveniently, but people often overlook L. Tell when they talk about best England manager since. L. Tell got us to a semi, got us to a Gascoigne stud, Matthew Phillips, yeah. mm. to the dream. Yeah, he did. Yeah, good manager, L. Tell. Went to Barcelona. Great manager. Quite trendy, wasn't it, to get in the 80s to get English players slash managers to, to bar some Bobby Fuller in his footsteps. Um, yeah, he's probably my favourite manager outside yeah. of any town manager. 
Elton. Yeah, Loved him. Great character. Great, mm-hmm. great squad. Great mm-hmm. way of playing. Um, what he could have done with this good squad. Singer. Yeah. Good singer as well in that kind of like Frank Sinatra style. Vibe. Really just a nice guy. I, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I don't watch yeah. many football documentaries, but I watched one about him. Oh, yeah. episode, I think. Is that the BT one? Might be. Might be. I can't remember where it was. I, I think. There's one on Amazon Prime as well, I think. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, great guy. Just what great he could guy. do with this abundance of attacking talent, you know. And um... Someone's told me that Terry Venables and a friend of his called Ronnie Hanley used to float around the Essex football scene. They invented the short corner. That's what Ronnie Hanley told me. Me and Terry Venables <laughs> invented the short corner. Never been seen before until Terry and him come up with it. I don't know if that's correct or not, but I, I'm going to go with it. We'll go with it. Right. Uh, Lee Anderson, welcome in. How you doing? Lee, All right, guys. Right. Hi, Matt. Right. So, are you suitably warm? Are you fleecing uh, well, it? I've got, got my hoodie on. Yeah, I'm in the... This is the room, the spare room. that's uh, got a treadmill and stuff in it, so we always keep the heating off. So you don't want a hot room when you're running about. Well, I don't run about. And the, the boy does. But, but yeah, so it's, yeah, so I'm a bit warmed up. So not, and not too bad. And I'm really, really tired because I've been watching the wife put the Christmas decorations up, so it's really nagging me out. So it's been nice to sort of sit on the pod. So, uh, there you <laughs> the go. from the sofa. You missed yeah, the bit. Yeah. But I, I just on just on El Tel with his short corner routine. It was a hardly a Cruyff turn sort of invention, was it? You know, take a short corner. Take a short corner. <laughs> yeah. But there, oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. The Cruyff turn. Love it. Cruyff was one yeah. of my favourite all-time players. Brilliant. Yeah. Didn't win at Portman Road either, did he? No. No, marked out of a game by Roger Osborne, Collingwood, tell you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, thoughts on yeah. yesterday? Which, what, um, what? Whatever you want. Game. It's your time to have your say. You choose. Well, the Ipswich, I mean, the Ipswich game, um, we, we talk about Peterborough quite a bit and, well, other teams as well, and Peterborough didn't create a lot, but it was actually a game of football where two teams were trying to do the same thing almost. You know, try to play football, get the ball down. Um, there wasn't a lot of goal my faction, which is disappointing. But it wasn't one of those training games. It wasn't a Lincoln or a Morecambe or a, or a Cambridge where we're just sitting there trying to suck the ball in the net and everyone's, you know, sitting behind the ball. It was a game of football where two teams were trying to play. So I think that's credit for Peter Bowen for trying that. But they just seem that little bit, you know, I think we caught them at a good time, perhaps, where they've lost a bit of momentum. Had, had had we gotten right early in the season, it might have been a bit more of a difficult game. But they seem to be huffing and puffing a bit. Mm. I think. Well, I think you mentioned it earlier, Mark. That they sort of string some really good passes together, but that never really gets them anywhere. And they, you know, they're then two or three passes short of where they need to be. But you know, I I thought that game. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the game. We scored the second goal at the right time. I'm going to make a note here. The corners. I mean. I have nothing. I I hate wrestling, but some of those corners looked like the Royal Rumble. There was people all over the place. There was limbs everywhere, absolute limbs everywhere. And it, and I can remember the second goal because you, you you try and remember it as it happens. And I remember Chapman being brought down before as as Davis took the corner. He's on his knees, and everyone's appealing for a penalty. I'm looking around. Everyone's on the floor, and then Chapman stands up, controls it with his chest as he's getting up. Mm-hmm. And just smashes it. I mean, really, really mm. smashes it. And yeah, mm. yeah. And then the bit where um, Wolfenden then goes up to the referee to celebrate on the way to celebrate. He's given him some sort of whatever he's given him for. Mm. I mean, mm. I suppose the ref. I mean, the ref should book him, shouldn't he? I mean, let's be honest. 
It's that saying, reminds me. That reminds me of a point there. You saying that, Lee? Because actually, when that ball comes in from Davis, and it's and it reminded me of Berra, Tommy Smith, Chambers. You know, when they all used to run to that far post. Yeah. It might be. I think Burgess and Wolfenden really do a great job in it, forcing that ball to go across everybody to land at Chaplin for him to. to yeah, yeah. A I, great finish. Typical. Yeah, game. I think the defender got. I think it just skimmed the top of the defender's head. I think. Looking yeah. at the replays, it, it's Glenn, uh, Glenn Wheeler, the commentator, goes, Connor Chaplin, baby. Yeah, yeah. celebration. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk, you were talking about the commentators earlier. I think he's great, and of course, he will be. He's a little bit biased towards it. Switch, That's what you want, though. You you yeah, yeah, Connor Chaplin, baby. That was a brilliant quote, absolutely brilliant. And uh, you know, and long may continue with uh, Connor Chaplin because he's had his day, is he does come in and out of form in terms of goals. But he's, you know, he's uh, he's off fox in the box, isn't he? He he could be our twenty goal season striker that everybody talks about. Um, which, so, is always, which is always rated as him as being that striker. He's yeah, similar, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I just want to mention Caden Jackson as well. I mean, I yeah. listened to the post match. Um, I listened to the post match interview on BBC Radio Suffolk, and um, McKenna's words were. You'll not see a better striking display than that anywhere in England today. Something like that. That's what he said. So we talked about the whole game. So we have to. Th- so I think about that and think, well, he weren't particularly good first half, but then I don't think the team were, and I don't think he was getting the ball in the positions where he was making that, mm. you know, where that was being really effective for him um, in terms of getting on the ball and doing what he was going to do. But second half, he tore that that number six he was marking him. He mm. he absolutely terrorised him for the twenty five minutes in that second half, and actually when the Dapo came on, and this isn't a slight on on the Dapo in any way, the number six liked that physical battle, and Frank he started Jackson. to win a bit. Yeah, Frank he started Frank to win a bit more. Yeah, he he was probably quite happy to see Jackson go off, if if I'm being honest, because he was Jackson was running him running him ragged. That what are you looking for, what are you looking for Lee, from Caden then? Are you looking for someone who can come hold the ball, get it out onto the flanks and then meet it in the, in the penalty spot, six-yard box? Is that what I you're think, you know, I, like, I think he's that, I like, I think he's spinning in behind. So I mm. think he plays games where, so I think McKenna picked him yesterday, one because the centre-half, you know, is a bit of a, you know, a bit slow and he can maybe get behind. Mm. But I think he expected Peter Burrow to have more of the ball. So in a game like like Peterborough, particularly at home or away, where there's space to play in behind when we counter attack, you're going to want Caden Jackson maybe more than Freddie Ledabo. The base, right? Yeah, the base. If you're playing Cambridge, and they're sitting, they're camped on their 18 yard box, you don't want Caden Jackson in the centre. You might want him on the wings to come in for Burns or something like mm-hmm. that. But his pace is in behind, so I think that's what Jackson is for. It's just a shame he can't, you know, he doesn't score a few more goals, but. I think it was hauled down on the. I don't know if anybody else saw that. He was, yeah. Where Morsey got booked, so there was a blatant, mm. like another bit of raw rumble. There was some sort of clothesline. Is it clothesline they call it? Yeah. Or something you, like you, that. You are a sacred but, fan, really. Lee. You're spouting all sorts. No, of I ain't watched it since. Know. I ain't watched it since um, the Ultimate Warrior. There, there, there <laughs> you go. Once I realised it was fake after about ten minutes, what? I realised. Well, I realised it was watching. It was when they started smashing people with steel chairs. Yeah, that's the best you bit. Yeah, that, oh, that is. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, so, yeah, so Jackson getting hauled to the ground, you know, those sort of things. That I think that frustrates the fans because that won't depend by the way. 
That weren't a bit. No, but it was a fact. Yeah, but he's he's obstructing. He's doing whatever he's doing. I'm not saying they were both. They both had each other's shirts. That was a needless booking for Morrison. Yeah. Like you rightly say, you got booked off the back of that. And it was it. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes though, I think as a, as the skipper, I I'm not saying you you do it like Roy Keane would do it, but you would. I I think the skipper has a right to go up to the referee in the right way and say to him, you know, in a good way. This is what's going on. This is what's happening because he's the skipper. I I think that's a responsibility, and I think if you have that communication with the ref, I I, I think that's good in the game, but not yeah. running thirty yard with everyone around the ref yeah. um, challenging him, uh, you know, that sort of thing. But they were all moaning. I mean, people were moaning about the shirt pulling. Watching the corners second half, they were all doing the shirt. That was them who started the shirt pulling because if you were trying to get away from the defender. You're not going to start pulling his shirt. You want to get away from him. So, <laughs> so they're all moaning mm-hmm. about this, that, and the other. But, but um, yeah. So do you, they're, find, they're do you find our um, the point I said earlier? Do you find our passing at home, especially, a little bit laboured compared to away, where we seem a little bit slicker, like you say, a bit more of a counter attack because teams have yeah. got to us a little bit more. I just find yeah. it like this. I just found it laboured a little bit. It just didn't seem. It just seems rigid to me. Yeah, I had a chat with. I, I had some bit on Twitter with uh, Mike Brown about this and my view always is is that particularly when Walton gets the ball and I think you mentioned it earlier Morsey is always available but he never rolls the ball down the middle to Morsey and Morsey's got 15 yards 20 yards around him and he's mm. and he doesn't he's not confident enough he's always looking to to, uh, to go wide well by the time you fanny around with the ball for 10 seconds the other team's got set so then you're trying to move that ball around the back to create mm. the gap and that's where the labour comes in so you are trying to move it but I think if you can release the fullbacks quicker and get the ball out from Walton before the team gets set, then I think we go forward a lot quicker and with, mm. with a lot more purpose. So I, mm. I, I do think that. And particularly first half, we tend to, looks like we overplay, doesn't it? Because we're trying to create yeah. that space. But second half, maybe when it tires, may, maybe not so much. But I, there are times when we could be a little bit more more direct with the passing. Absolutely. Yeah. But mm. I think that's down to the opposition some of the time. Yep. Absolutely. Lee, yeah. great point. As always, yeah. before I let you go, no, I'm going to bring Holly yeah. in just to finish up. Go on, go on, go on. Go well, on. I'm just going to say one more thing about Safegate because that's a topic of conversation. So Safegate. I'm sort of a Safegate supporter in a way. Um, I think he's done a brilliant job. There was one comment he made in, and Roy Keane picked up on it, when he said um, that we've lost narrowly to one of the best teams in the world or something like that, all right? That mentality, Roy Keane picked up on that. That's that's wrong. We've got to be the best team in the world. We're the ones that have got to go out there and say, do you know what? We've just lost the second best team in the world, but we're the best team. And I think that's the only thing in, in the mentality-wise that I can I can um, think about. And it goes back to the to the um, Gascoigne Gascoigne in Italian ninety, wasn't it? When uh, Bobby Robson caught him playing bloody tennis the day before the semi final against yeah. Germany and. And he's hiding in his room, isn't he? And Robson's banging on the door or something like that. And, and Gascoigne comes out and Robson gets in and says, do you realise that you've got to play against the best midfielder in the world tomorrow? And Gazza turned around and said, no, boss, I'm the best midfielder in the world. <laughs> and, that's, and that's sort of the mentality, that's the mentality yeah. you've got to have. And I, yeah, and I think yeah, that's yeah. the only thing, with, that's the only thing that is stopping England. I, I think that, that, that just came across wrong and Roy King picked up on that. But yeah, so... Very good point. Mm. Matter of the match, did you say? No, your value on the striker. How much would you be prepared to part with if you were the checkbook owner 
Who was, was your man of the match as well? <laughs> Two questions. Oh, well, Colin Chapman's, Colin Chapman's man of the match. That's quite straightforward. But the, um, I think in, in terms of money, I, how much have we got to spend? What's the budget? Because we, there's still some rules I know I, I don't understand. If you bring somebody, you've got to bring somebody who's clearly better than what we have, unless you're bringing somebody in to replace an injured player. So if we've, we've got John Jules is injured, he's an under-21, so he doesn't count on the 22-man squad. So you've got to bring somebody in. If you bring a, I don't know, if you pay three and a half million pounds for a striker, who's coming out of the squad? I, I mean, Hadmi, is well, he is he over 21? So who comes Dominic, out? Dominic Ball. He's not going to be available for the whole year. Yeah, but we're going to have to get another midfield. But he's going to have to be replaced, isn't he? But with the Luca coming back, is is that is that an area you well, feel I, you, you're I, covered with? No, because if we had, if you think about it number-wise, we want five midfielders at the start of the season. Why wouldn't we want five midfielders yeah. in the second half of the season? Yeah. So I think Ball, I think someone's got to come in to replace Ball. Mm, um, great. But I think striker-wise, I, I, I think that would be someone young. But what do you spend? Price of inflated in January? Are we not better to wait? Are we not better to try to get somebody in? I mean, no. we all we all talk about the Marcus Stewart um you know, by when we when we last got a promoted to the Premier League, does that happen every time? That you know, I, we should be held to ransom because we're halfway through the season. But it might attract somebody. You know, if we pay good money, mm. we're buying somebody on form. If we're getting somebody on loan, then well, are we getting somebody who's, as I think Matt said earlier, are we getting somebody who's not playing so much and who's out mm. of form? So, so that's yeah, a, bit, a bit of a risk, but yeah. I don't think Bon will. I don't think Bon will come back. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. I don't think we'd have had Bon. We'd have had Bon at the start of the season mm-hmm. if he wasn't. Bon. It's my favorite. Yeah, perfect. Right, Lee. Uh, appreciate you coming on the Bye podcast on. as always. Guys. Look after Good yourself. We've got Colin coming on. Uh, we are running out of time. Apologies, Colin. Uh, I've got a couple of questions for you, first of all, though, Matty, with two Ts. Jim, uh, mm-hmm. does Evans come back in when fit, or do we stick with Humphreys? Interesting one, that, isn't it? Because they asked Evans about like, how well Humphreys was playing, and he was like, you know, it's great to see him. But, yeah, they were eyeing at the same position. I felt like the game passed Humphreys by a little bit yesterday. Maybe because Morsey played such a key role. I felt like the game passed Humphreys by, but... Again, you see like that exuberance of youth, don't you? He wasn't much in the game, but he still had that shot, didn't he? That now really went out for a corner. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can ever look. Most people writing Evans off at the start of the season, weren't they? And he comes in and he said in commentary yesterday, McKenna's maybe a better player, both technically, both tactically minded. I think he probably does come back. But again, he's got to be able to show that he can deliver something that Humphreys isn't delivering for us. Otherwise, you keep Humphreys, right? You only can play someone who you think is going to do better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jake, they asked, do we actually actually need a 20-goal striker? <laughs> We're not only top goal scorers in the league, one at the yeah. whole of the EFL. The current rate, Chaplin and Adapa are on track to get the 20-goal mark anyway. Yeah, I mean, so you see, I mean, look, that was a conversation you said, didn't you? I want to see more goals across the side. I think you are seeing Moneyball. Moneyball, yeah, absolutely. It's weird. To me, it feels weird that we are the top scorers because I don't think we... You know, we've had so much moaning about Ledampo and various other mm. facets of our striking play. Yet here we are. It just shows you how much better actually our position at the top could be. Yeah. In reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, I mean? like, what did Ben Adams say the other day? Was it 15 points drops from winning positions? It's it. it. about mentality, isn't it? You know, yeah. I, I would go, if, if, if you could buy mentality, I'd go, that'd be my priority because we've got no problem scoring goals. It's holding on to the lead when we have it. Yeah. Be it one, two, or I mean, more. That's, that's going to be an issue all season now. 
I mean, look, as I said earlier, there's, there's some things we're just going to have to suck up this season. Mm. Last season, not scoring from corners and set pieces. I mean, McKenna's done done brilliantly to be able to eradicate that in the summer. And now, are we leading on scoring goals from corners now? I mean, look at Dave's got six assists off it, hasn't he? It was our eighth goal yesterday from a set piece. Unbelievable. Uh, I think that is real, I mean, that's a real feather in the cap for McKenna and his team to go to go and and to actually name check it in that form to go. We ain't going to get promoted unless we start scoring set piece goals and corners and things. And then suddenly to actually just turn it around in a matter of months, I think is is brilliant. But that just shows you how long it does take to be able to to, to shift in. I just think this season we're probably just going to have to suck up the fact that, you know, if someone puts a decent cross into the box against us like Poco did yesterday, we are going to be in, we are going to be in trouble. But, they, you know, these are just things that can be addressed again for another campaign, aren't they? Absolutely right. 120 odd people, I think, watching on YouTube. Hit the like button. It's the really? thumbs up button, like- please. It- it really does help us. It's free. Uh, it costs you absolutely nothing. So if you're listening to us and we're playing while you're doing the tree, doing the wrapping, whatever, just take yeah. five seconds, hit that like button, hit the driving. thumbs up. We really, we, yeah, whatever. Don't, don't we, hit we, like we, if you are driving, by the way. You do, do any no. bumps up. No, Matthew, you keep it fucking legal, please. Um, but <laughs> hit the like button whenever you've got that spare minute, as somebody just has on Facebook. Thank you very much, Stephen Bills, for hitting the like button on Facebook. See, Stephen, yeah, Stephen. Is, a, is a friend of the podcast. Love that. Uh, Colin. Your chance. I'm sorry Hello, we're Colin. late in coming to you. Um, what are your thoughts on yesterday's don't, 2-1 victory? Don't worry about it, Gov. Please don't worry about it. How are you, uh, Matt? You all right? You all right, thanks. You okay? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Yeah, I'm... Well, I am and I'm not. Um, right. It was a funny old day yesterday. That's why I put in the chat. Funny old day. Yeah, hey, um, I woke up. I had Neil Perks here staying with his dear partner. And uh, we went and had a little tour of the ground, and uh, I'll show you how to do the crossbar challenge. Uh, <laughs> hit, 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 hit that first time! Wow, so that's probably probably a bit of luck. But there you go. Any video uh, footage? Uh, any video footage of that? Do what, Matt? Sorry. Is there any video footage of that? I think somebody might. I think Amber got something on video. Yeah, but no. Um, was gonna say. Yeah, it was a funny old day town. We got the great, we got the great win. We got the good win yesterday, and uh, yeah. obviously we went up and had a meal with Matt Stannard and Neil up the main last night, and uh, we had the television on the background. And <clears throat> the better side lost the game. There's no no doubt about that. Anybody, you know, um, I'm not so sure France. I'm not so sure France will win it. I uh, probably will, but are they the best side in the world? I Probably don't think so, really. Mm-hmm. I think was, I think probably, arguably, <clears throat> the best side in the world lost last night. Yeah, yeah, um, maybe you're right. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, there we go. But going on to the game, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I think we was more or less in total control that game, really. I thought Peterborough, speaking some great comments today, I think Peterborough played their part, uh, to be fair to them. They um, played some decent stuff at times. Um Clark Harris, I've been a great admirer of his over the last few months. I haven't watched him yesterday. I thought he looked a bit overweight, if I'm honest. Yeah, I thought that. Um, yeah. hmm. uh, would 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 I have him in League One? Yes, in the Championship, arguable. Um, but yeah, I think he's the kind of player who could get you out of this league, which is obviously yeah. Gov. So yeah. Yeah. What what we need really, um, mm. but um, it was lovely to see Sonny back. I thought he looked silky yesterday. 
Gov asked me a question yesterday and I thought about it. I mean, Connor's got to be mad at Max because she has got a brace. But I, th I thought, I thought Sonny uh, and also Humphreys. I mean, although he was a, you know, he weren't as good as usual. But I, I, I love that boy's left foot. He's got a silky left foot, and I love. Yeah. And something about a lad, something like Allah, Eddie Gray, or something like that, Kevin Beatty. Anybody's got a great left foot. I think that's always lovely to see. You know. And uh, different dynamic. I, I don't mind bigging him up. That lad, I always used to speak about Liam Gibbs. Everybody knows that. Mm. I think at this moment in time, he's as good as Liam Gibbs. Yeah, at this is. moment in time, I think he's, I think he could play in the championship. Cameron Humphreys. Yeah, I think could play in the championship. I'm I not saying season, I'm not going to say Matt and Gov. I'm not going to say he's better than Liam Gibbs because Liam Gibbs is playing the championship. Hmm. But what I would say is I don't think there's a Nats so and so between them. Yeah, I'd, and, I, I would agree. With you. And I think more, and I, and I also think Morsey. I know it's Cali's mate and everything, but I, I think Morsey's been absolutely brilliant for him. Yeah, yeah, having a player of that ilk mm. beside you, Gov, mm. is superb for his for his um, for his upbringing, really, in the game. But yeah, you can better, Colin, playing around with Morsey, I think you're absolutely right. It's just gonna make him a better play for next season as well. Mm. But I'll tell you what, I've said all season, and I Gov said all season long. You know, right from the word go. I got asked the question by Gov, by Rich, by yourself, Matt. Where would we finish? Yeah. <laughs> we what? What am I going to say, Gov? You're going to say where we are at the moment. <laughs> we will. We we will finish first in this league, and in January, I'm not going to drop anybody in the car because I don't want to do that, and I will not do that. I heard yesterday that there's a striker and that person wouldn't name that person where, you know, because that would drop somebody else in the cart. But a striker allegedly is very well down the line. Brilliant. That's good to hear. Let's hope you saw him decent. <laughs> what do you think about that, Gov? Delighted. Just, I would question <laughs> who. Is it good enough? Yep. Is it the right, the right player? To, to get us where we want to get to. I know there's room, there was talk on social media or, or wherever about uh, David Johnson being at the football club yesterday and then the, him mentioning he was um, negotiating some sort of deal with one of his players with the club or something. And then there was a post on uh, on the forum, TWTD, I'll give it a shout out. Uh, did you want to, to bring his son to us though, did he? Brennan? <laughs> no. Sadly not. No. Uh, sadly not. But, uh, it's Drinan, says Norman Grimwald. It fucking better not be Drinan. <laughs> the big return. Uh, another, another you thing won't I'd, see me at Brim Road again. Uh, Gov, do you mind if I just say one more thing, please? Of course, my friend. Yes, of course, of course, of course. Oh, I, I, I love you. Give me a chance. Thank you. I'd like to say very, very much... Uh, A very big thank, and, and I mean this from my heart. A very, very big thank you to Matt Stannard. He has been 
an absolute rock for me. Last Sunday, we put a load of photographs together. We got one or two more. I can't reveal much more than that. One, one that I found that's really, really close to my heart, which and, uh, Matt is still doing a little bit more. We're, we're nearly there. For the book. Um, for the book we're, we're now uh, going to get in contact with somebody, hopefully from a club, before very long. When that will be, I don't know. Hopefully before, well, maybe just before, just after Christmas. And the book, like I said, with Matt Stannard's fantastic help. But he actually told me the other day, because he'd done it all digitally and stuff, how many words I wrote. And I actually wrote 78,500 and something words. Well, it goes like Bernard Cornwall novel, this, Colin. <laughs> and, uh, Brilliant. And, and, and I... I spoke to Liz Edwards about a couple of... I spoke to her at the Fleetwood game. And when it comes out, she's going to put it on the stand and everything and uh, in the fan zone. And Fantastic. You, you, you boys... You boys are very close. We can't, we can't wait for it to come out, Colin. Very exciting. It's going to be great. Go, go. I'm very proud. And when um, Matt gave me a draft the other day, in other words, something in my hand, I was very proud of myself. As you should be. As you should be. Okay. Absolutely. And I, Gav, I, I, I speak for Gav, admit myself and Gav, the other people who are looking forward to it. Gav, I sincerely apologise yesterday. Don't be daft. Nothing to apologise for. I've told you that about four times now. Nothing to apologise for. Don't be daft. Absolutely fine. I've had many people put the phone down to me, Colin. Don't worry about it. I'm a. <laughs> I have an effect on some people. Believe me. <laughs> believe me. So I took it. I didn't take it personally. I uh, I actually laughed. I actually laughed. Colin, is, is, Colin, how, how long do you think it is until we actually have the physical book and people will be able to get it? What's the kind well, of the time? Like I say, I, I I got the draft. Um, like I say we. Obviously, there's something different got to happen to the cover, the front cover at the moment, because we're not overly sure that the front cover, you know, is, is how it should be. Uh, okay. Back cover's fine. Uh, photograph of me with somebody on, on the back, uh, which I can't reveal and won't reveal. Um, and, you know, it says, like, you know, Colin support the club 58 years kind of thing in the back and... And 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 one of the Fords, I I done a Ford obviously, and and Matt did did one, and I read that last. I brought a tear to my eye. Matt wrote a lovely piece in there, which we'll all read one day, about myself and our friendship, and um, yeah, very proud I am actually. Good you man. should be. 2023, we're going to see this. It's going to be great. Looking right. forward to it. Many people in the chat looking forward to. It. I am. And I think for the whole the whole community, when I say we are looking forward to seeing. Yeah. The fruit of your labor, will you will you uh, will you promote it for me? I've got a family to feed, yeah. Colin. If you pay me the right amount of money, mate, I'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> we have a little signing stand oh. by the statue, can't we? Um, do what, oh, Matt? Sorry, we'll put a little table up, and you can you can oh. sign them, can't you? At the statue. Well, we you know if we see the right people, and hopefully me and Matt will see the right people in the next few weeks, or you know whatever. Um, Hopefully they might allow us to, you know, uh, do something with may, maybe in the shop or something with 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 maybe a player or whatever. Fingers crossed. Yeah, and, absolutely. 
would I would hope um you know I would hope that'd be somebody who I really, really admire or or maybe a couple of players who I really admire at the club. Um I if I if I get to if me and Matt get to have a coffee or whatever with Mr. Ashton or Mr. O'Leary, um hopefully, you know, he might allow um that to happen. Um because, I mean, we're quite friendly now. Most of us are quite friendly with Wes's mum and dad and this kind of thing now. And hopefully something could be um, organised, you know, with, with maybe one or two players. And it'd be my my, my honour to, 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 to promote it. But, um, Colin, thank I you. Really uh, enjoy listening to you. And you, thank you for coming on today. Look after yourself. See all soon. all the best. Uh, ben Moore in the chat. Big up, Ben Moore. Good I hope morning. you're doing all right, my man. Um, you, mate. You know, keep Thanks us updated. You. Yeah, everyone's thinking of you and praying for you. Uh, um, yeah, lots of love to you, Ben. Hope you're well. But hope you another... enjoyed the game yesterday. Nice little three points. Absolutely. Um, but there, we are. I mean, I did offer to do the forward for Colin, you know, forwarded by the Gov, but he didn't seem to like that idea as much. But Got bigger fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bigger fish than the Gov. The pot father. I have given you life shows, people. Come on now. Just, we are, we um, are in your pond right now. <laughs> oh, help me. Um, right. Another great show in the books. We are done. We are dusted. Uh, another great we one. Through the the We're top of the table. We breeze through the shows, don't we? You think back to the the lamb, the, the other Lambert, Paul Lambert years. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, listen, we're almost halfway through now. We're top of the table. You couldn't have asked much more, could you? Certainly couldn't. No, exactly. Exactly. Uh, we will return with another live show again this week. Um, it might not be tomorrow, but it will definitely be Wednesday. I will keep you updated. I am having a little bit of a uh, configuration with 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 the schedules. I mean, I've got a baby on the way. That's going to come to no one's surprise. Um, um, and I have a very understanding wife, but I have an understanding wife to a limit. So I have to look at the, the schedule and the diary and... Something's come in, something's come out, but we'll keep you updated as, as we go. Um, but as we step closer, baby's only, you know, what, due end of January. So we're getting closer and closer wow. and closer. Yeah. So, uh, you know, some things will drop off naturally and, you know, be picked up. And, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll update you all as we, as we go. No doubt about it. Um, but yeah, so keep your eyes and ears peeled. Discord, if you're a Talking Town Fifth Standard, if you're not, why not get involved? Hit the join button on YouTube um or, or on social media but we're done matt any final final words before i press the the, the button that says outro <laughs> yeah like i say top of the table wickham coming up another a place where we got that big win last season wasn't it 4-1 was it 4-1 it was 4-1 wasn't it there down there yeah we yeah we hammered them yeah we battered them didn't we so that would be nice yeah. again wouldn't it Obviously, not the force they once were sitting around. What are they ninth, tenth, eleventh, something like that. Well, they're on, they're um, on the march. They're on the march. They are now. They've now risen to the the heady heights of ninth. Uh, they've lost one of the last five. So you know, um, they're on the way back. But it's exciting to think that you know we've been talking. We've spoken transfers a lot today, haven't we? So it's obviously yeah. things are cooking in the Ashton kitchen. So we'll have to wait and see. But um, we are going to need those reinforcements, I think. And like you say, mine, you know what price on a striker that can get you promoted back in the championship where this club should be at a minimum. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and Cruncher says, we'll be top of the table come Christmas day. There we go. Another great show. Uh, and as they say in the business, bow. <laughs>